This is the Women with Vision podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else. Hello, my lovely ladies. I'm excited today uh, to talk to uh, this amazing superwoman from Bullhead City, Arizona. I never even heard of Bullhead City until I talked to her, but apparently it's the second hottest city in the U.S., and I can't even imagine right now, August uh, is probably sweltering. Is it hot out there, Janice? Yes, it is. In the shade, a few minutes ago, it was 107. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and we're on a cooling trend. Last week was about 118, 120 in the sun. That's crazy. Yes. Oh, my goodness. You don't even think about that kind of heat. I mean, I, of course, live in Southern California. It doesn't necessarily get that hot. Some areas, I guess, in the, in the valley. But um, I'm just excited to talk to you because, you know, you have a, an amazing story. Uh, you've been an entrepreneur for some time. And, uh, you know, it's always fun to talk to super women, entrepreneur women that are just doing their deal. And uh, she is known as a professional woman's manifesting and money coach. And uh, we're here to just find out how you did it and all the background stuff that we don't always talk about. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. So what made you like become, like we all need money, right? We all need a money coach. But you know, <laughs> what made you actually go into that field, manifesting and money coach? It's a little, it's a little bit of a process, but I'll be happy to share the story with you. In 2008, I had quit my corporate job to become a Pilates instructor. And if you remember, 2008 was the biggest economic downturn in the history of oh, yeah. probably the world. Yep. And I started working for myself. I'd never done that before. I was married. Well, I'm still married, but my income was an important part of our life. And here I was, brand new to a field working for myself for the first time and people losing their jobs, losing their homes. And it's like, how are they going to pay for Pilates? And right about that time, because the universe is always looking out for you. A book dropped in my lap and I read it and it was about manifesting and how your thoughts and your beliefs become your life. And I actually didn't believe it at first. And then something inside just kept telling me, keep reading, keep reading, keep reading. And at the time, what I got out of the book was, oh my gosh, I can be a rich person too, because I wasn't raised that I could be a rich person. And so that was my mindset at the time. And I adopted the mantra that I have my own economy and there are people that will pay for my services. And I went out and took action. Of course, that's like the big part, right? Right. That's a very important part. Can't just sit on your living room sofa and think people are going to come knocking on the door and say... I want to take Pilates from you. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I took the action and I went out and within less than a year, I had a full clientele. And a few years later, I got a partner. We opened a studio and that studio flourished from day one. And when I was reading the book and I was doing the exercises and I was starting to see shifts in my life just by changing my mindset, like within literally within 24 hours and realizing that there's something here 
and that everybody can have whatever they want. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to share this. I have to tell people. And at that point in time, I didn't know what that looked like. I had just gotten my Pilates certification and I was really fully into the Pilates building that. But I knew there was some way, somehow, I didn't even know what a life coach was. I'd never heard of that. I ended up going to health coaching school and started to, to learn about mindset and habit change. And then that's when I heard there were life coaches and there was different techniques. And that's what really got me obsessed and moving into the space of learning everything I could about manifesting, studying with the top mentors in the country, and really becoming an expert. And in the meantime, utilizing these practices in my own life. And I was manifesting a lot of really wonderful things, including my business and, and all kinds of different things. But it's just been deep in me that I need to let women know that they can do it. And if they grew up in a way of maybe in a home, they didn't grow up with parents that say you can do anything you want. Maybe they grew up in a home with people that had believed that there were limitations. And then to all of a sudden realize, wow, I can do this. I can have this. And it's not as hard as working 80, 90 hours a week. Right. And so I've just been really motivated since then to just spread that word. Yeah, it's so important. You know, I started really, it's funny because I was a health coach for about 10 years and I learned a lot about um, manifesting and, and, and a lot of my beginning coaching training started with health coaching, you know, and uh, I started to realize that it all starts from up here, started to understand the law of attraction and started even now putting together that the law of attraction is a female energy. What I never put that together. I was always, because I was in commercial real estate and I lost my butt. I lost my butt in 2008. Yeah. Right. And, uh, but that was a very male driven, I was using a lot of masculine energy. And when I was able to understand the power of female energy and attracting, but still putting forth action because the action part is the really important part. I came to that as well, but that's amazing because I know a lot of people were not raised that way. Yeah, I wasn't. I thought you had to be extremely talented, lucky, incredibly smart, or born into money. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because at the time I wanted the money and the things, but it took me on a very deep spiritual journey. Tell me about that. That's really important. And um, and I'm very grateful for that, but because when you start learning manifesting, learning about the universe, learning about quantum physics, you start learning that we are all connected. We're all connected to a divine intelligence and you can, you can use the label God, source, universe, whatever you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to say it doesn't happen. I just find it hard to believe that it could happen, that you could be that um, knowledgeable in the way the universe works, universal laws, and not find a spiritual aspect to it. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely is a spiritual aspect to it. I mean, that's, you have to know that, um, you know, people that don't believe that there's uh, something else in, in control, I, I guess I don't understand that, you know, because... There's too much evidence for that. 
right? And um, in my life, I've had lots of evidence. Yeah, so, yeah, there's way too much evidence for it. But yeah, I, I, I think that's great. So now, what is kind of your process when now I because I, obviously you had an epiphany, right? You, you know, working as a Pilates instructor. And during a specific time of the U.S. economy and really seeing how you were able to, because of your mindset, manifest what you were able to manifest at the same time people were losing their, their shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the, when would, was the epiphany say, wait, wait, okay, this is really my path. This is really the place I need to be. But what was that time? It was interesting when I, when I discovered Pilates and started talking about becoming a Pilates instructor, I knew deep down inside that was a path I needed to take at that time. I was in a really great corporate job and I just didn't feel fulfilled. I felt like something was missing. And for about six years, I felt that, but I knew going and finding another job doing the same thing wasn't going to, to handle it. So there was a couple of things going on at that time. And one of them was I, I knew deeply I was meant to take that path. And I felt like if I was being divinely guided to take that path, I could not fail. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and it wasn't, it, it, there were parts of it that were easy and there were parts of it that weren't. Early on when I was doing a lot of free Pilates sessions and introducing it to, to people and really knew even in selling in that way and people weren't signing up. I had to keep reminding myself, you're on your right path. You have to keep going. You have your own economy. You'll find the people. And so at first, and it was kind of scary as I started going through my savings. And so there was a a big drive to make sure I was bringing the money in to pay the bills. And you, you, maybe some people are are lucky enough to read this stuff and embrace it and change their mindset. I had to really work on controlling my mindset, controlling the thoughts and where they were going. So there were times that it was really scary and I'd get just enough clients to cover the bills and then somebody that was supposed to come in and buy a new series would not show up or decide they weren't coming. And then it was just like, oh my God, how am I going to pay the bills? Right. But then I started adopting the mindset that that's, oh, that's perfect. That opened a spot for a client that's even more my perfect client. And literally like 10 minutes later, someone would call and fill that spot. That's something. You know, it's so, interesting. That's so interesting. I, I want to say something right there because just just today, you know, I I made a decision to get a coach for a specific reason, right? And I'm like, oh, you know, coaches aren't cheap, but I knew this was the right decision, and I stretched stretched to make it happen, right? And the very next day, today, I got a sale, you know. And that's literally how it is. You just believe, jump, and then the the, the universe just says, here you go. Mm -hmm. And what you're saying with the believe, the believe is is really an important part of it, that belief with that jump. Yeah. That when you do that, it's crazy. It is crazy. I I finally started to um, be able to articulate it. I think I watched the Steve, uh, what was it? Steve Harvey did a video not that long ago about, and he was just talking to his audience and he was saying that, and you have to jump. That was like the, the a premise of it. And for some reason that just resonated. And that was what it is. You have to jump. And, and in order to jump, you have to believe. 
first, mm-hmm. you know, and believe that it's going to work out. And that's all, yeah. it's all wrapped up the same thing with manifesting. And one thing to keep in mind is sometimes that jump is not an easy jump. You oh, may hit yes. some turbulence before, yes. before the bridge is formed. And I learned that my husband and I were living in Southern California mm-hmm. and born and raised. And we decided we were going to make the move to Arizona. And it was interesting how it all manifested. We were driving home from vacationing at the Colorado River, and we were just talking about someday we'll retire there, but what if we decided to move sooner and financially, what would that look like? And it actually looked very beneficial. And very shortly after that conversation, an opportunity came up in Arizona mm-hmm. uh, at the Arizona-California border. So we do still do some business in California. And... We sold our home. Um, we sold, I actually sold two homes and a whole bunch of property, just a bunch of stuff was going on. Mm-hmm. And that's when I needed to get out of my business, my Pilates business, mm-hmm. which was really, really difficult to do. And the partner that I had loved that we'd had like the perfect partnership was all of a sudden a different person. And then her husband was involved in it. It was a chaotic nightmare. Mm-hmm. And what I realized, because I always continue to work with a coach, I always have a coach or a mentor. And the coach I was working with at the time, I was listening to a teaching that he was doing online. And it pretty much said, when you make the decision to up level and you start the steps, chaos will ensue. Yes. Because you have to let go and shed all of the old stuff to step into that new version. And this was a big move. There was some financial up levels of some opportunities came up that we never, ever could have foresaw that really, I mean, there was so much changes and so much up leveling. And so there was a lot of chaos and a lot of drama and a lot of lessons to learn and a lot of going inward. Why did I manifest this situation? what's my lesson and, and all this stuff. So really keeping in mind that when you take the jump and things are all of a sudden in chaos, not thinking, well, wait a minute, that didn't work. That wasn't true. And knowing that everything is happening for you and not that you made a mistake, not that you made a bad choice, but just everything's happening for you. Where are the lessons? What do you need to let go of? What do you need to do to move forward? Yes. Oh, I love the way you said that. Chaos will ensue. It literally will. (laughs) I could could tell, I could be on this, you know, talk to you for three hours of all the the chaos. chaos. It's crazy. Fortunately, again, the universe was looking out for me and I listened to that teaching right at the right time because I was starting to get very stressed uh, very, is this the right thing? Should my husband go? Should I stay here? I shouldn't let go of my studio. And, and a lot of different things going on in the midst of a really difficult, difficult legal situation. And hearing that, I was like, okay, this is just the chaos of an up level. Yeah. I'm going to have to write it out. These are the things I need to do. Yeah. It's temporary. It's going to be okay. We're on the right path. Yeah. You know what? Um, there was, I can't remember how it was said, but the, the bigger you want to be, the bigger you ha- things you have to handle or, or how's it go? The, you know, when you go to the next level, you got to 
be able to handle bigger problems. Mm-hmm. Right. If you just yeah. want to be an employee, those are little problems. You, you handle employee problems, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be a, you know, business owner, hundred thousand, uh, air, whatever, you're going to get hundred thousand problems, right? When you want to be a million dollar business, you're going to have a million dollar problems, you know, and it's literally right. as you up level, you just get to be bigger. You just get to yeah. handle more. Another level, another devil. Not- <laughs> and that's, I can't take credit for that quote. Again, a mentor of mine said yes. that, but it's, it's so true. And a, a lot of those problems though, are our internal belief systems. Yeah. And I was listening to somebody on a podcast saying that the only difference between the people in the six figure and multiple six figure level and the people in the seven figure level is they all have these problems and situations, but the people in the seven figure level are able to recognize them and let them go and move forward quicker. Yeah. Quicker. Quicker. They just, they move through it faster. Yeah. You know, what's interesting. I just talked to, I just went to a coaching session just recently and I love this conversation with you. And you're actually the first person I'm having this exact conversation with. Um, so you know how you have, you have a tree, right? And I know you've probably even seen this before. You have a tree and, you know, a tree has the trunk and then all the branches up top. Mm-hmm. And the question was, how big are the roots, right? And so the answer was that the roots look are as big and as deep as they look exactly like the tree. If the root system is little, the, the tree is going to die. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the, the roots are the personal development, the growing of yourself, the, 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 the getting bigger, being able to handle more, right? That the tree itself, the outside is the six figure, seven figure business. But if you don't mm-hmm. work on yourself continually to make sure that that matches the tree, you're going to lose it. It's going to die. I love that. I love the, the picture of that. The right. Metaphor of that. And I totally agree. And I think uh, in my questionnaire that I filled out for you, I think I put that I've discovered or somebody told me entrepreneurship is a spiritual journey. And I have to agree with that 100% because if you don't keep going inward and inward and inward. Yes. And um, learn the lessons that you're here to learn and let go of the old stuff. You may be successful. You will not be as successful as you have the potential to be though. That's correct. You have to continually, continually work on yourself and uh, be stretched. You have to continue Mm -hmm. the stretching. And then if you're a coach or a healer or in that type of an industry, you have to stay one step ahead of your clients. If you want them to continue to grow and you want to take them deeper and to, to higher level places, you've got to be doing that for yourself. That's right. Oh so my it's, goodness. It's an awesome industry. We get paid to work on ourselves. Yes, that's right. We do. Um, but it's something to be top of mind of, am I still one step ahead of my clients? That's right. That's right. This is good to point out because, you know, a lot of people are trying to figure out, you know, what do I need to do to build my business? to scale my business. And I have a lot of times people say, well, I, I just want to scale my business. And I, I say, well, you have to work on yourself. That's, mm-hmm. that's how you scale it. Yeah. And it's a continual thing. Another thing, and I know you will uh, agree with me, Janice, is, uh, you know, if you want someone to pay you 
$5,000 for your program, $10,000 for your, for your coaching, $15,000 for your whatever, you better be willing to pay that kind of money for your coaching. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? If you want people to invest in you, you better be investing in yourself. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. was a big aha for me. Let me, as, as long as I've been an entrepreneur, that aha came earlier this year. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yes. Yeah. This is really good. I love the conversation of manifesting because it's, uh, it's, it, I 100% believe in it. And it's a continual work. It's not, it doesn't automatically happen. Sometimes you go into a crazy, some craziness, you know, mm -hmm. a panic or anxiety or whatever, and you just got to figure out a way to meditate or read a book or listen to a video or go to a class or talk to a coach. Mm -hmm. Or a community or like-minded people. Yeah, being a tribe. All these are very, very important. Yeah, but find find that place for you where when you're kind of spinning out of control, because we all have those moments that you can be reeled back in, quiet that mind down, center yeah. yourself and, and start focusing on your goal again. I love it. I love it. Tell me, what, what, what kind of advice would you give, you know, an entrepreneur who wants to be successful? I think the, the best advice is you haven't failed till you stop. Yes. You have to keep going. And you have to, you can't, a big thing I think a lot of us also want, it gets hard. Yeah. And, and sometimes it can be simple and it can still be hard. It can get very hard. You got to stick with it and go through the hard. A lot of us, because of the way our society is structured with you go to school, you get permission to move from kindergarten to first grade, you get permission to move from first grade to second grade, you have a job, you get permission to have a promotion, your parents give you permission your whole life, that a lot of us don't even realize it, but we're waiting for permission to do what we want to do, what we're called to do, what we know in our hearts we should do. Let go of that. You are the leader of your life. You get to take your ideas and put them out into the world. And somebody, if you have the idea and the desire to put it out there, it means that somebody is there waiting. That's the law of polarity. Yeah. Um, but it, you, you can't have a desire to do something unless somebody else has the desire to receive it. It's, it's not possible. So keep that in mind. I bet you've got to keep going. And entrepreneurs have a tendency to be uh, control freaks. And I don't mean that in a bad way at all. It's one of our strengths to some degree. And we get to a certain point and we don't want to ask for help. Yeah. But yet we need to ask for help. We need to have support. If we don't have a family that supports us, we need to go out and get the community or the coach or the friends or whoever the right people is for support. And we need to, um, we need to just keep going just need to keep going and know that this desire we have, we're supposed to put this out here in the world. People are suffering. If we don't people that need you and only you and no one else does it like you, those people that need you and only you are missing out. If you don't keep going with your journey. Yes. I 100% agree. Well, I love this. This conversation has been amazing. I know it has been inspiring for people that are listening and, uh, can you just tell me, where do we find you? I know you have a new mentoring circle. My website, which is 
Janice Birkenhager. I'll spell that J-A-N-I-C-E-B-E-R-K-E-N-H-E-G-E-R.com. Facebook, Janice Birkenhager, and easy to find on Instagram, Janice Birkenhager. Awesome. Well, thank you, Janice, so much. And I know we will definitely be, uh, I want to collaborate with you. You're incredible. I love your thank energy. You. And uh, it's, this has been a great call. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. This has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. Thank you.